the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We thank you for this awesome time in your presence. Lord, we pray that you will speak to our hearts, speak to every heart. I pray that no one will leave your presence the same. We long to hear your voice. We long to hear you speak to us and manifest yourself to us. We pray, O oh God, that the one whose voice sounds like thunder will speak to us today. Let mountains flow down. Let adversaries flee. Let every work of the devil be disappointed. In the name of Jesus Christ, establish your perfect will in our lives tonight. We thank you, Father. Make us into people who are building your church. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, tonight I want to continue talking to you about how you can be a good assistant. Is it a good idea? Right. Last week we talked about honoring with ease. Oh? Do you remember? Well, tonight I want to continue preaching from, uh, like I told you, Bishop Saki's book, How to Be a Good Assistant. I believe it's a good book. Yeah. And um, like I said, I, I don't know of any better assistant like Bishop Saki. He has assisted Bishop Dag for many years, and Bishop Dag himself has uh, acknowledged that he's been a good assistant to him. And uh, we talked about the ministry of the assistant. We talked about what it means to assist. I gave you 20 definitions of uh, what it means to assist. I can't go through all that. Those of you who are not here, uh, try and get the message. I told you, just go to the podcast. People are downloading, you know, 10,000 downloads, I tell you. Tonight, I want to talk to you about the ethics of an assistant. The ethics. E-T-H-I-C-S. Ethics. Okay, so the last time, we are talking about five undesirable assistants. Five undesirable assistants. We said that the man-pleasing assistant. Do you remember? Do you remember? Oh, please, do you remember? Yes, so please respond. Huh? Okay. We also talked about who? The neutral assistant. He's neutral. We don't know where he stands. Then we talked about these are five undesirable assistants. We don't want such assistant. The double-faced assistant. Today they show you this face. Tomorrow they show you that face. And then 
Or they show this face here, and then when they go to another face, place, they show another face. And then we talked about what? Fault finding assistant. This, these are bad assistants that you should not become. And then number five is what? The what? The heart stealing. Yeah. All right. Tonight, I am talking to you about the ethics of the assistant. Now, if we talk about ethics, we are talking about a system of moral principles. A system of moral principles that govern uh, the appropriate conduct for a person or a group. So, there's a way that we are supposed to conduct ourselves. If you want to hear it again, a system of moral principles. Moral principles. Yeah, there are, are certain principles that are moral principles. Yeah, and it's a good principle to have. Yeah. Like you will not sleep with a lady that you are in a relationship with before you marry her. It's a good moral principle to have. What are some of the other moral principles? Not lying. Not drinking. Being a husband of one wife. These are good moral principles. There are some people, they will not go to church. They will not go, but they have some moral principles. Me, I will not go and chase another girl as I'm married to my wife. Yeah. Uh, me. So such people, sometimes when you're even witnessing to them, it's difficult because they feel they are okay. They don't need Jesus Christ. Have you met some people like that? I'm okay. Yeah, so, right. So, um, these are principles that govern the appropriate conduct for a person or a group of people. So, in every place, we're supposed to have some ethics. When you join the army, they have ethics. Yeah. Number one, a soldier is not supposed to wear chalowate in public. Did you know that? You didn't know. I'm telling you. When you see a soldier wearing chalowate with gumbra, they are not following the ethics. Number two, they are not supposed to sit in trotro. Have you seen a soldier man in trotro before? No. It's only the police people. <laughs> they sit in front. <laughs> For license, bra. You know. But... You see them there. They are not supposed to, I think even chop bar or something like that. They are not supposed to. They are not supposed to eat in public. Yeah. They are not supposed to fight with civilians. So these are things that they have. In every place, there are moral, uh, ethics, or things that govern their conduct. And I believe that for an assistant too, you also need one. Don't you think so? Yeah. So, ethics give a strong positive message to the public. Anybody who is watching can see that, oh, this is it. So, sometimes when people come and they see the way you relate with your senior and all that, it, it gives a message. The church receives a certain message by the way you conduct yourself. Am I talking to you? And every one of you must learn these things because whatever you do sends a message to people. Whether you like it or not. Anything I do sends a message to people about how I assist Bishop Daggyward Mills. That's why I need to be careful what I say. I need to be careful what I do in public. Are you getting it? 
When you don't have these ethics, you, you just do things anyhow. And it's like you don't know or you didn't know. So you can do it. But now you know. Hallelujah. And then also, ethics form the cornerstone in building socially responsible relationships. Yeah. Socially responsible relationships. There are some things. See, you need to rise up and become responsible. Yeah. If you're a young man, you don't just get up and just the way you are feeling. Say, I am feeling this way. Tell your girl be a bit You want to sleep with the girl. You, you need to be socially responsible. Yeah. And not just live your life anyhow. Yeah. If you're a girl, you need to understand that there are people in town. You can't just wear some short skirt or see-through uh, dress and all your breast is showing and you are disturbing general peace and, and tranquility. <laughs> Are walking in town with all your vital statistics exposed. And sometimes the cloth is so tight on you. Everything can be described even though you are wearing a, a dress. Oh, you don't understand the message I'm preaching, the way you are looking at me. Tell the next sister, be socially responsible. Don't wear a dress that your whole breast is turning, is coming out. We, we don't know. People don't know. When they are looking at you, they can't look at you. They have to look this way. And they are talking to you because... Ah, tell him, be socially responsible. You are not saying it. I said, tell them to be socially responsible. Yeah. 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 Brothers, if you are in the church... Don't be going around proposing to every sister. Every sister feels that she is the one. The way you are walking, if you see this one, hello, sweetie, sweetie. You see this one, he said, hello, chocolate. You see this one, everybody, the way you are calling chocolate and sweetie and meat pie, they are all wondering, am I the one? Am I the one? Brother, be socially responsible. Yeah. Ethics encourage trustworthiness, honesty, integrity, and loyalty. Yeah. Ethics enhance respect, dignity, courtesy. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability and pursuit of excellence. When you know that you'll be held accountable for certain things, you won't behave anyhow. Yeah. Because of ethics, I cannot just get up and do anything at all. One day I'll be accountable to God. And if you are working somewhere, you'll be accountable to your boss. One day. So conduct yourself well. So that's why we need it. It helps you because when it's not there, people will do anything. Yeah. Can you imagine if we didn't have all these things in place? Uh, when you have to marry, go to the court, make sure that you sign, <laughs> and all these things. Can you imagine what would have happened? 
because they won't, won't know whether you are married or not. Things like wear your wedding ring all the time. There are some men, they don't wear their wedding ring because He's a man with a bad mind. That's why he doesn't wear his wedding ring so that nobody will see that he's married. Mm-hmm. But ladies, one of the ways you know when the man has been wearing it for some time, you can see that every time there's a there's a mark be there. Let's talk about ourselves. Are you there? So the assistant minister can be identified as anyone operating in any of the following positions. If you want to know whether you are an assistant minister, yeah, either you are an associate pastor, are you listening? Or you are an assistant or a deputy pastor. Or you are a worship leader. Eh? Or you are a departmental leader. Youth leader. Branch leader. Pastor. Minister of music. Any of these groups you are assisting in these areas. You are a leader there. So the obligations of an assistant minister may look obvious and it may even seem superfluous. It's a word. It's like, it's, it's not something to even write about. But it is expected. And um, a lot of assistant ministers don't know what to do. And that is why we need to show them. He says that a good assistant minister can be compared to a good wife. Yeah. Now, if you have a good wife, you will see that. You see, a good wife is like, it's like, um, what do you call it? You know, when they go, they do boxing. Every time when they fight small, then they go, clink, 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 then they go and sit down. Then somebody is fanning them. Corner man. Fanning them and then they pour water on you and all that. Just you know, wash glucose, everything. That is a good wife. As you have gone to fight, uh, 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 and they have dish you blows. <laughs> and when you come back, she will be there and say, Oh, honey, it is well. It is okay. God will take care of us. God will help us. And encouraging you and massaging you and making you feel okay so that you can go back stronger than you came. But if you have a bad wife, then you come instead of chilled water, no cry, hot water. With the good, ah! and instead of fanning you, you, know, you go and bring hot stove, put it by you to make you feel hot. Hey. So you need to understand how to operate as a good assistant. Are you there? So, what are some of the ethics? Because my time is up. Number one, make mention of your head and senior often. Often. Yeah. Whenever you are speaking, whenever you are preaching, whenever you are counseling, make favorable references to him. Yeah. You never mention your head. Every time you talk as if you are You are you. You are the main man. You see. 
That was Lucifer's problem. Everything was I, I, I. He never made mention of God and what God is and who God is in his life. But you realize that whoever you are is God who made you so. He said, thou art the anointed cherub because I set you so. I made you so. So you cannot be just talking that you never make mention of your head. And sometimes people behave as if they are the head. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. These are ethics. They are things that we realize also that people don't know. Truly, people don't know. That's why they will not do it. That's why we are teaching you. I'm taking time to teach these things. Yeah. Yeah. One day, Dr. Cho, he decided that he would disguise himself and join the congregation to come to church. So he disguised himself. He joined the church member. And people, hey, when you go to Korea, hey, I tell you, you'll be there. I said you'll be there. You say amen. Okay. After every service, they hold seven services. Yeah. <laughs> After every service, you see crowds. People had to go out through another door, different door, so that those who are coming in can also come from. So he joined one of the groups and then he was going. And then, as they were entering in, he asked one of the people that, ah, so what is it in this church that everybody is coming here? The man looked at him and said, You don't know our pastor? You are new here. Our pastor is very powerful. Our pastor, and the guy talked, uh, you know. Then later he just went up to preach. But I mean, he could hear the people talking about him, referring to their pastor, talking about their pastor. Hey, I tell you. So, make mention of your head. Number two, genuinely admire your head and praise him often. Genuinely, because sometimes, you know, and you're genuine. As they are looking at you, they are just saying things. It's not, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> so, genuinely admire. And we must see, it's a genuine thing. And sometimes with time, you will see whether really it was genuine or not. You don't admire the person. You don't genuinely admire the person. And you just... And sometimes we see the way you keep talking about other people more than him. Yeah. We are not saying that other men of God are not great. But the way, it's like you are, you are with your husband. <laughs> and every day you keep talking, hey, <laughs> And you keep always talking about this Akwesi Papa. And every day Akwesi Papa. Have you noticed that Akwesi Papa is... Have you, hey, hey, hey. Why? Yeah, and if you are a wife too and they keep referring to another woman all the time, you will not be happy. Have you noticed this girl? Have you noticed that girl? Sister S and Sister Y. And the way she is. And the way she dresses. And the way she carries herself. The way she cooks. Ah, are Me too, I'm here. And the way you are talking about the other person, you are making me look like I'm not any important person. You see. So we know that Pastor Chris and uh, 
Dr. Oedipo and all the other pastors, they are all great. But we also have Bishop Doug Heward Mills, who is also a great man of God, preaching powerfully. Last Sunday, as he was preaching and talking about how you can be turned into a church, a micro church, the power of metamorphosis. Hey! You, you, you don't hear such words in such places, other places. We too, these are the things we hear. Yeah. We too, this is what we have. And we must admire and talk about it. Or the way you listen to another pastor, you have a, a series of Pastor Chris, you have a series of uh, T.D. Jakes and, 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 and uh, 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 Joyce Meyer. <laughs> Joel Osteen. Uh, you have the part one, part two, part three. You have the series. Uh, meanwhile, last Sunday, flow uh, unity service. You didn't listen. You were not part. If I ask you now, what was preached? You said, you don't even know what was said. How can you say you are a good assistant? Everyone here, if you are going to be a good assistant, you must be current. When it comes to the messages of our pastor, we are not saying don't listen to other messages. Which sometimes people say and they make the thing look like, it's like, is he the only one who is listening? Well, nobody said that. Nobody has said that we are holding you. If we hear, eh? what message? What message is that? Huh? Did we ever come to your house to do that? So don't bring yourself. And sometimes you hear people saying this type of thing and they, and they make him like a god. And what... It's not like this thing. But you see, the one that gives birth to you, she's the one whose breast has the milk for you and will be pouring the milk for you. It's the best person for the milk. You will see that there are a lot of women there, but Obia, nothing is inside the breast. It is only the one who gave birth. She's the one, the milk is inside the breast and she's squeezing the milk. And we must enjoy the milk. We must not make it look like... That is where we are from. This is where. So that you can be birthed properly in the family. Yeah. You can ask my wife. When she, she, she got married to me, she realized that there are type, the type of food that I like. Because I've been birthed into a certain family. And when we are cooking, certain things must be inside the food. Yeah. No, one day she actually went to see my mother. And say, I, I, I see that this day, I want you to teach me how to do it. Because I see that your son likes it. Teach me. They are too powerful. And my mother used to be the best when it comes to that type of food. But now she makes the food even wider than my mother. Oh. Number three. <laughs> Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Have you been listening? What is on your podcast? Where, 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 what this day have you been listening to? What was the last time you went to the Daggy Word Mills podcast? You don't even know that there's something like that. And sometimes you give people messages to listen to, give them camps to listen to, they will not even listen to it. And that's why the, the nature of the church is not in you. If you have been soaking the messages, 
there are some things we will not struggle about it. Like on Sundays, when we have to be around, you now you will know that this is the spirit of the house. You will not be in a hurry to go home. You know that that's the spirit of this house. Yeah. I remember one time when we used to be at Collegon many years ago, one man of God. We were there one night. We were there around 10 p.m. We were just around, I think one car park check now, then he just drove his car inside. When he came and he saw us, he said, yes, <laughs> yes. He said, I knew that I would come and meet you here. I knew, I knew. <laughs> I knew you'd be here. I knew you'd be here. But some other places, you're 12, 12.30, they've locked everything. When you go, you won't meet anybody in the church. But not our church. Our church, you'll be here. The gate is locked. Everything. Watch man is gone. Everybody is gone. They are going to eat fufu. Everybody's gone. But that's their way of doing things. So when you keep soaking that one, that's the way you'll be thinking. But when you soak what is in-house, you'll see that the in-house things will also be in you. We will not struggle with you to become a shepherd. We will not struggle with you to write exams. We will not struggle with you to go through the training to become a pastor. Because I need to have more pastors in this church. And you won't say amen. amen. Yeah. But you see, when the spirit of the house is not in you, you don't like such things. Because you haven't noticed that this is how things are in the church. As you keep listening, keep listening. So, oh, uh, that's why Bishop has been saying this thing. Oh, this thing. Uh, that's why the other day. Uh, when you watch the videos, you see the way things are done. They say, oh, oh. Last Sunday, when we were watching the unity service and people were coming to the front in, in, in drones. Is that it? Oh. <laughs> And they were giving their life to Christ. I said, people, look, look, look. It should send a message to you. That something is not happening well in the church. When you see how people have gathered 2.30 in the afternoon, 2 p.m. When the sun is hot, they are inside and they are jumping. And they see the hair. There's something. So I haven't caught something. I need to catch it. There are certain foods we eat in our house. You see that all my children have learned to eat it. <laughs> because they came to meet it. Yeah. There are some things I grew up learning to eat. Because I, when I grew up, they are eating it in my house. Number three. Introduce your head in an exciting way. And make positive or complimentary remarks about everything that he has preached. Exciting way. Church. Another day is here. And you know, as usual, a man is coming to preach. Please try and clap when he is preaching, okay? And um, make sure you enjoy the message. Let's welcome our pastor. I mean, how many people do you think will even enjoy such a person? When you hear me talking about Bishop Dark, 
And why we must listen to him and the things that he's preaching. Do I say it in a very, this thing. Oh, the other day, some people, we were talking about meta move, meta something. Is Is that how I talk? When you go to your basenta meeting, you should be able to talk. It's like, hey, last Sunday, Bishop Faber was preaching. He was talking about the work of the ministry. Man, what a word. What a word. He said, we must present every man perfect. And I learned that perfect means working for God. Man, what a word. You now, the way you are saying the thing, the person would like to hear the message. What message was preached? <laughs> By the way, oh, uh, you didn't come here. Oh, don't worry. I mean, it was just... Yeah, you get the book. It's in the book. You just you see that it's the same thing that he's talking about. You might make statements like, I was really blessed today by the message. Or, the message was very timely. I believe that this message is for me. One day somebody sat in the taxi after church and people were going and the people were saying, oh, today we'll give pastor 20%. Today we'll give him 30 And people were giving the pastor points. Oh, have you prayed before? When you come and stand here, crowd to give a testimony. Papa Miasis is catching you. You are shaking with the microphone. You can't give the testimony. You are coming to preach for about one hour, and then you are giving somebody marks. Marks. Hmm. See, you haven't understood something. Other people may be able to do that or may be doing that, but you, as the assistant, whenever you speak. And what I'm saying is that every one of you, you, you stand in front of people wherever you are. You must speak well of the, of, the, of the pastor. You must speak well of the messages that are being preached and encourage people to come and tell them, listen, the way you come to church late, you are missing all. Come early. Come and hear the message. So it's because you come late, that's why you don't even enjoy the messages. When you come, you see that it's powerful from the beginning to the end. Are you there? Decided to go back home. We are talking about ethics of the assistant. Ethics. Number four, do not become a receiver of complaints. Yeah. Do you know you can become a receiver of complaints? And people know the people who receive complaints. They know that this one, when I go there, the, the, the person will listen to me. You will grant me audience. She will grant me audience. Oh, <laughs> you have experienced it. Come, let's talk about it. Then you sit down with the person and then you start talking. So, oh, tell me more, tell me more. And then what else happened? What else happened? And people, their complaints that they have, you are the one who is the uh, re- re- receiver. Bring all your complaints. And your house has become the, the center of a, a whatever, complaint, uh, whatever, society of the church. Everybody comes to your house. All roads lead to your house. You gather. Your basenta meeting is a complaining meeting. An assistant should not be somebody who receives complaints. Look at it. Second Samuel 15. Eh? Verse 2. Verse 4. And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way. Absalom, 2 Samuel 15, verse 2 to verse 4. Ah, one mommy, I'm prayer. 
he will get up early and stand beside the road to the gate. Look at that, oh. When the people are coming to church, now it's now. And then what about you? And then there's a message in being a bit. As the people are going home, then you are standing there. So today, how? The road of the gate to the city where the court was held. And when any man who had a dispute came to the king for judgment, Absalom would call him to him. He said, Where city are you coming from? Where is it? Are you from Brahabomi or from where? He said, And he would say, Your servant is from one of the tribes. Verse 3. Then Absalom would say, See, your claims are good and right, but there's no man appointed of the king to listen to your matter. Bring you have complaints, bring it to me. Yeah. When you go to all this ECG and they are there, there's a plane called the complaints. They say you bring your complaints there. Yeah. Moreover, Absalom will say, Oh, that I was appointed a judge in the land, that every man who had a dispute will come to me, and I will grant him justice. Yeah. Every assistant must learn what we call the north wind. North wind, the Bible says, it drives away rain. You must have it. Proverbs 25, verse 23. You see, when people come to you and you smile, when they are complaining, they are talking, oh, the system is some way. Don't you see that the way the, the preaching is going is too long? They are smiling. You must have a certain look on your face. It said, The north wind driveth away rain. So doth an angry countenance a backbiting tank. As the person has come and talking to them. The person will see that, mm, as human being, it's a mature wrong meat. But you, when they are talking, then they are smiling. And we are reading certain things in the Facebook. Oh. And they are talking about this and that. And they are saying this and that. Then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the thing that you are, it's not something to be happy about. So what? An angry countenance. Everybody do angry. Some of you already, your face is the way it is now. <laughs> There are two things. Some of you don't have to do any face. The, thing, the face itself is bonyo. <laughs> the face itself is bonyo, so we don't have to do anything. Just be, give your face. <laughs> it will be enough. But some of you, too, your face is too nice. It, it, it looks very, this thing, like Pastor Robert's face. It's very like that about face. So you have to learn how to. <laughs> and the bishop said he went to a, a, a program and then they, were, they, they took the first offering that's where the, the pastor came and said so we are going to take the second offering they, they, the, the person standing up church two that they are come they are taking offering the lady turned when we learn to give the north wind the complainers will not be complaining and talking plenty and membrane around but there are people who give the complainers nice face. So they will continue talking. Ah. 
Somebody comes to talk about your father, that your father is like this, your father is there, then you are smiling. Hey, then you are hugging. Hey, hey, hey. Huh? Show, show the next person a country, an angry countenance. Even though you have the face mask, you can still show. Look at the Eben. He can't even do it. His face, he's been laughing throughout. Take a phone and take a selfie of your... Everybody take a selfie so that you will look at your face properly and see whether you're doing the face well. Do the bonyo face. No. Where's no, this thing? Christ, not here. Remove the face mask and do it so that you see the Do you think that after <laughs> do you think that after such a face the person will come and tell you again? And if everybody has that face, do you think people will be coming to complain? They will, everybody will stop complaining. Say, hey, that church, when you go there, the way they will make their face at you, you can't complain. No. Oh, it's not a good thing. Complaining is the thing that makes the Israelites, all of them didn't make it to the promised land. Remembering and complaining. It's not a good spirit. Don't be one that receives complaints and you are the one that people like to come and complain to you. If we receive, you collect your phone now. The text messages and the WhatsApps that have been sent to you from different places. People are complaining from here, complaining from here. Somebody is in the choir is complaining. Somebody is in teachers and follow up and complain. Somebody is in the choir is complaining, and you are the one you are receiving. Oh, what Yeah, there are some people block their number. This person of friendly pet is coming to complain. Do you know some people like that? As soon as they call you, you know, you know that. Hey, have you, have you heard? <laughs> you know that. Block. Block, no. The line is busy. Yeah, it has been blocked. Block, oh. Oh, are you blessed? Put your hands together for Jesus. Which number are we? Which number are we? Hey, our time is up. Five, you must find genuine excuses for any lapses in your head. Yeah. We, we, we all make mistakes, brother. We are not perfect. Oh. Every one of us, we are human. And I was telling somebody, I said, before the, of God, the man comes before of God. Man of God. So before the of God comes, man is there. I say he's man. He can also make mistakes. But the way you talk about it and the way you lambast it as if you don't make a mistake. The Bible says that Jesus said that in Matthew 7, he said anybody who is pointing a finger at somebody, remember that three fingers are pointing at you. 
as you are doing this. You are forgetting that one this way, but three this way. You are three times uh, the problem. The thing that you are accusing somebody of. Yeah. You talk about your wife as if she's whatever. You too, you have your problems. <laughs> yeah. They say, why will you say to your brother, pull out the moat of you from your eye and behold, a beam is in your eye. A whole beam. You own there is a beam. You can't see. You are seeing somebody's moat. That's what the Bible says, that when a brother is overtaken in a fault, Galatians 6, 1, ye that is spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest ye also be tempted. That you are thinking that you there, you are okay. No. So, make excuses. Oh, I think that this, that, 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 oh, I'm sure it's because of this. Oh, there's a good explanation for this. I don't think that and that's it. Hey, oh, that's it. Oh. People, they, they, they think they are perfect. They are, who is perfect? Find genuine excuses. Huh? Are you there? Your senior will have his fair share of mistakes. It is your duty as a good assistant to defend and protect the developing ministry of your church or your whatever, your pastor. Protect and defend it. Don't go around talking about it in, in public talking about it on Facebook. Yeah. When Noah saw, uh, uh, Ham saw his father's nakedness. Hey! Brothers, come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see, oh, come. And the man too, he had drunk, so the way he has opened, you see, when some people sleep and they, the way they, they, especially when they are very tired. Have you seen somebody? Like, and I think he had drunk. He forgot to wear his pants. <laughs> he went to sleep like that with his bolombolums. And he himself brewed the wine. It's not a thick power. Or you're a thick. Transano power. And then, when he drank the thing, Charlie, it was not easy. It was not easy. He couldn't control himself. It's daddy. Daddy. That's why Archbishop Duncan Williams said, every man of God has a tent where he can be himself. There's a tent where you can be yourself. That's why you are in your tent. You are in your house. To feel free and be, be free there. That's why certain people should not be allowed to come close. Because your closeness was a mistake. When you came close, the things you saw, you couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. You had to go and broadcast and tell people, hey, come and see you. Come and see. Ah. No. Even for the fact that you have been brought close. Yeah. One day somebody was sleeping and the snoring was very wild. And I went to record it. <laughs> Lord have mercy on me. 
I went to record the thing. Then some people got the tape. Oh. Now they, they are going to put it on the radio station and they were playing it. I said, no. I was there. My heart smote me like that. You have done something very wrong. Very wrong. I remember one day they, they were playing the thing on the radio. I walked into the studio of the radio station. I said, give me the tape. Give it to me. And then now the look on my face and the way I came for the tape, they just gave it to me. Like, and that was the end of the matter. But that is when I saw that, Charlie, it's not a good thing to expose somebody's this thing. I just happened to be near him when he was sleeping. If he knew that I would record him, do you think he would be sleeping? <laughs> he would not. <laughs> he would not. Radio station. They'll play. They'll play. They will not bring you close. But because we trust you, because we believe we know, we'll bring you close. And then this is how you repay us. Go and talk about our things as if we are. Oh man, would you like it when we, I come and say your things in town? You yourself remember some of the things that happened to you that you wish that nobody knew about it, and then that thing, or everybody has forgotten about it, and that thing is being repeated and it is going round. And that thing you say, Oh, I told only one person, never think so, or sometimes you say, Men can't you be away? Don't tell anybody that one Christ is the worst one. African Americans, they'll be telling people. They'll be telling. Have you heard that thing before? So please don't tell anybody that one. That one spreads faster than the wives. They tell it. <laughs> hey, let's close. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Let's close. Next week we'll continue. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for tonight. Please help us to be good assistants. Help us to walk in the ethics of a good assistant. We thank you. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call a WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.